L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. There are so many great words in the English language. Vision. Inspiration. Temptation. Which word describes me? Which word describes you? I'm Alex Schulte, and I host the podcast called One Word Stories. I want to take local Cedar Rapidians and other Eastern Iowans and find out what word describes them right now and go back in their lives and find out how we got here. This show comes out every single Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even Google Podcasts. Oh, and if you want more... There's an exclusive post show after every single episode on LAS+. That's like one word stories plus 15 minutes. If you want to subscribe to LAS+, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. You'll get access to ad-free episodes of one word stories and every other LAS show, bonus content like one word stories post show, and a whole bunch more. One word stories. What's your word? L-A-S Welcome to the Take a bagel. I put a thin layer of cream cheese. I put a thin layer of cranberry, and then I put some turkey on it. A little bit of pepper jack. Oh yes! And you got yourself a Thanksgiving bagel. I was just thinking about. I had Sounds cranberry great. sauce for the first time. Now, okay, do you do do you do canned cranberry sauce or do you do I, the the good stuff that's like homemade? I don't know. I, I mean, so- I I don't do homemade. I guess I do canned, but I, either the whole berry or the actual gelatin, but. See, See, I have I'm been... into fusion. I mix the two, and then I add a splash of orange juice to make it just a tiny bit fancier. Okay. And it's incredible. See, that I have been good. terrified my entire life of the shloop, like the, the can-shaped yeah. Yeah. Like like gelatin yeah, exactly. cylinder yeah. yep. of cranberry sauce. I won't do it. I don't, I don't like my food yeah, but, to look like that. <clears throat> there's, there's two tricks to avoid that. Because you start with that, and it always does the zoop into the bowl, and it looks disgusting. Disgusting. You do that at, like, noon, like, before everyone eats. Two and days before. Two, yeah, or whenever, yeah. <laughs> and you, Well, for me, I, I use the two different kinds. I mix them, but you can just do it the one. But then you just stir it up, break it up into little pieces so it's not can-shaped anymore. Yeah. And then you refrigerate it, because I think it's ten times better cold. Mm. So. I love the idea on the bagel with the cream cheese. Yeah, that's, yeah. or a croissant. Turkey. There's so or many like really cool leftover yeah. ideas of what to do. After Is it weird that I kind of look forward to the Thanksgiving leftovers more? Oh no, not at all. I, I'm the exact same way. I, my thing is breakfast. I, I like to do. I always make this side with spinach and mushrooms and stuff in it, and I love to make an omelet with that. Oh, nice oh, as yeah. a as a breakfast. So, but yeah, awesome. well, at least you guys didn't cook your turkey upside down. Is Uh-oh. that a thing? Well, it is did this year. It? Did you Uh-oh. accidentally cook your turkey? May or may not have, and I was sober. Oh, no. I was just doing all the rubbing and you know putting all the 
stuff on it and getting Sticking it already. Sticking stuff inside it. Yeah. yeah. All, gonna go all there, those things. Get all up in And then I just kind of laid it in the pan. I was It was early in the morning because I had, had a long day of 25-pound cook. And I just didn't spend time looking at it. Did you say your turkey was 25 pounds? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, we That's had, enormous. We had like 12 or 13, 14 people over. So. Wow. But anyway, yes, I did. I wasn't going to tell anybody. But did it I taste all right? It, wow. it was fine. It oh, was yeah. fine. Well, don't worry. There's only three of us in this room. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Groove Life Podcast. Here we are. My name is Jeremy. I have my friends Shane and Mike here co-hosting with me. Woo-hoo. And as you could probably tell, this episode is being recorded immediately after Thanksgiving because we've got turkey on the brain. And uh, yeah, how was Indeed. how was your week, Mike? Oh, how man. was your Thanksgiving? Did you do anything? Thanksgiving was good. We didn't really. So, it's one of my favorite holidays because I love to cook, and I always make a pretty similar year to year. It's it hasn't changed at least much in the last five or ten years or so. But um, I, I like to make a what I think is a big bird about twenty pounds, but not not Shane's twenty five, um, or upside down, or upside down. I did it right side up anyway. But um, I'll do a a bird and then you know mashed potatoes. Uh, my spinach and mushroom thing I was just talking about. We did green beans this year, which was not all. We don't do that every year. Um, the cranberry thing, like I yeah. said, folks, if you haven't tried it, give that a shot. The uh, the two two different kinds, the, the jellied and the whole Double berry. Double dip in the cranberry sauce. Mix it together, splash of orange juice. Love It'll it. be the hit of the party. But uh, Add a little vodka. I would add a little vodka. You know, that. that's that definitely would mix. Put it in a blender. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Drink it with a straw. <laughs> a little sherbet. <laughs> that's what I'm drinking right now. Sherbet? Uh, but no, it was good. It was good, man. It was great. How was your Thanksgiving? Mine? Yeah. Mine was fine. I ate way too much food. Carbs don't count on holidays. No, no. They, you shouldn't count them. I will tell you, though, in my ongoing Milo story, uh, this weekend was um, we set up the Christmas tree. Normally, I never do it this early because I despise Christmas yeah. and all of the... I all mean, the rules change when you have kids. It, uh. it, yeah, and it's exciting. And getting to see him see the tree lit up for the first time, I mean, it's just like his mind is exploding in front of me. And that was really fun. So he's yeah. he's into the Christmas tree for sure. Very good. So, yeah. What about you, Shane? How was Thanksgiving other than your upside-down bird? Yeah, well, honestly, I like Thanksgiving, and I like the whole idea behind being thankful and having family together. But to be honest with you, it stresses me out. I loved going to Mike's house a couple of years ago because <laughs> I right. didn't have to do shit. I yeah, just yeah, showed yeah. up and just hung out with you guys. Dude, that was actually one of the better Thanksgivings that, that I've had the pleasure of kind of hosting. Cause You're you, welcome. You came over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, was, I had I had family in town myself. My mom was in town, which she doesn't always get a chance to make it out. Um we just had a really good mix of friends and family, and and it was a really good time. I just that might like, have been my second Thanksgiving ever with you. It seems like I did another one with you. Well, we did when we were kids or something. I don't remember, <laughs> it, but we did something at your place. I think. Oh, maybe that's the, what it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I did put my lights up uh, a couple weeks ago, and I lit mine premature also. So I understand. Usually, we wait till after Thanksgiving, but we were just so excited that we got them up. So you, you're the guy that goes up on the roof every year and puts the... You don't leave them up all year. No. I mean... I think I might have done that years ago, and I got shit for it. Well, so you I, know what I've always said? There's a fulcrum point in the middle of the year. It's June 26th, where you're, if you leave your Christmas lights up, it, that's the fulcrum on the year where it goes from your lights are still up to they're already up. Nice. So... Yeah. Honestly, if you I, I didn't turn follow them on, that. If you don't turn them on, I'd say just leave. Well, the thing is, is the little clips and stuff, after they go through a whole year, 
just up there. Yeah. They just break. And, That's true. Yeah, too much weather and rain. How, how and come Jeffrey Bezos hasn't come up with a way to Amazonify this and you just have like tape up LED strips that everyone orders and just leave up forever? I think the high quality ones, like Amazon, would be the last place that would sell them. Like, because it's always like the cheap stuff that kind of breaks yeah I feel that's like true is, is always the 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 theme there's not there's a place and a time for stuff like that but i feel we like we need to corner the market on yeah we need to make like the Lights. solid stainless steel like nasa well i just think just the whole uh shooting gun that they have what is that on the grinch a gun where you can just kind of like put them up yes. like that it's that a shooting with, gun <laughs> a shooting gun i give shit the who's in whoville well should we move on to uh our guest, you guys? Gosh, I suppose we should. We got a great yeah. episode. We're very excited to uh, to bring our guest in. He's a good friend of ours. He's very attractive, once again, as most of our guests have been. It's a recurring theme. We I have think. an affinity yeah. for that, yeah. finding really attractive guests. That's important. Well, everyone's attractive in their own way, and that's what I meant by our guest tonight. No, we are, <laughs> we are so privileged to have um, a good friend of ours. We've been hanging with him over the last couple of years, brewing beer with him, Clockhouse, uh, one of the owners... One of the brewers, Todd Vile. Welcome to the podcast, my All friend. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. We golf club for Todd. Oh, man. And you, I'm, I'm you get, it's, it's great to sit here and hold hands music. with you guys, finally. And yeah. you got the switch foot intro. I know. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Todd Vile. Yes. Man, I'm excited to, uh, to have you in the booth with us today. Uh, Perfect. So we've been wanting to get you on for a while now, kind of when we were dreaming up this whole podcast idea you were one of the first names that was swimming around in the fishbowl there we but put I'm together like episode. 50 names and you were right there 50 names episode nine <laughs> not number one yeah. okay so I see how well, you works. may or may not have been invited a few times i know friend. that was my my doing you're a busy busy man well it's hard we tacked hard you to find time so um todd give us the uh give us the todd vile uh elevator pitch the story in 100 words or oh less my lord what, what are you what are you doing here Man, I don't even know. What am I doing here? Well, don't um, sell yourself short. Okay, that was it. In and out. Uh, no, you don't have to get well, detailed or anything. Just yeah. give us a little, a little scoop. I was I born guess, in a log cabin. Uh, I'm kind of <laughs> local dude. I was uh, born here in Cedar Rapids. Uh, lived and grew up in Cedar Hills. My mom remarried after my dad passed when I was a kid. Um, moved to Ely, so I've been kind of local my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, graduated from Prairie. Uh, high school, and yep. uh, you know, and uh, graduated from living life out living on the life on in a the covered farm. wagon with Laura right. Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I went to Iowa State and uh, didn't actually graduate from there, but uh, came back, became a union electrician for 14 years. What years were you at Iowa State? Oh, jeez. I graduated in 90. And, yeah, went there and for, did not graduate from there either. Oh, do you the, know the um, engineering <laughs> program was tough? Yeah. I know another guy named you know, Todd. Do you know there was right? like three other dudes on my floor, <laughs> yeah. but uh, came back, didn't really know what to to do, and um, I I went to Kirkwood and I was doing the uh, I was like the electronics program there, got out of that, and then uh, my cousin told me, hey, you should apply to be an electrician. So I did on a whim and became a union electrician. Did that for fourteen years. Wow, fourteen years. Yeah, it it treated me very well. We. Uh, I think towards the end of my career, I was running, well, not really the, the end, I guess more like the middle, was running work. In my last six years, I was actually at uh, Quaker Oats running that show there for for Acme Electric for all, wow. all the years. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, I was asked to uh, apply at uh, Dwayne Arnold 
which is the nuclear power plant in Palo. Uh, one of my friends, his, uh, his wife actually was the HR manager there, and they were looking for somebody that had a electrical background and, and uh, INC kind of technical background, and so I applied. They offered me a job, and I decided to switch careers, so did that for almost nine years. So Switch careers from doing electrical work to yeah. doing what? Uh, I was the electrical maintenance uh, supervisor. Okay. So, so still in the same field. Same field, completely different. Yeah. You know, went from, you know, wiring hands-on to just managing people and managing sure. situations pretty mm -hmm. much. Right. Um, at a nuclear power plant. At almost. a nuclear power plant. So, yeah. Yeah, so Homer, the Simpsons. Stakes are, are pretty low. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. So, um, I don't know. And then I just, you know, if you don't know nuclear, it's very taxing on you. You work very long hours, you know, 13, 14 hours. Very stressful. Uh, you get calls all through the night. You know, uh, the shift manager's asking questions and what have you. I was just getting kind of burned out. The wife was kind of recognizing it was taking a toll on me, and I'm like, you know what? I I want to I want to start a brewery, and I've been planting the seed for years. You know, probably six seven years prior to that, and uh, started homebrew in mid '90s. Loved it, and then I think everything I did, like coming up to that point, was uh, like electrical and managing people and yeah. it just everything kind of seemed like it fit yeah. per se you know and well yeah because so, then you built like a monster homebrewing system i did you? yeah 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 <laughs> i did and i don't know just kind of the wife's like oh there's no way you're gonna do that you're not gonna leave this you know this nice paying job and and uh but and then i you know i think she just she's the one that kind of put me over the edge she's like you know what i think maybe you should because she was just seeing that we were making good money mm -hmm. And we had everything we needed, and I just, we weren't happy. I was never home, and it yeah. was just like a stress mess. And she's like, she's the one that kind of pushed me. And was like, you know what? You should kind of follow your dream and, and do what you want to do. That's awesome. So we kind of went down the path of looking to see what that looked like. And I was introduced to my co-partner. Uh, he's kind of the financial guy. Mm -hmm. And um, and we kind of talked for well over a year and kind of planned things out and uh, made it happen. That's amazing. So, and yeah, and really, I just really want to cool. say, because yeah. I've, I've heard you tell the story of how you got into the business of brewing beer. And now Clockhouse, your, right. your brewery, right here in downtown Cedar Rapids. Yeah, correct. You've been, is it three or four years now you've been up? Four years. We four had our four-year anniversary in September. Which is huge. That's yeah. amazing. And I just it, think. Time flies. Uh, the first time you ever told me that story of how you got into it and that sort of point where you had to make the decision to step away from the steady job and, right. and you know, that just consistent paycheck and but right. realizing and this is something that's really inspiring to me is that you realize there are multiple types of wealth and this is something I've talked about with my wife a lot in our career fields and stuff money isn't all of it you know and right. you realize that your happiness and your free time is also just as important but on top of that being able to like pinpoint what your dream is and not only just think, you know, okay, lofty goal, like maybe someday we'll have a brewery, but actually to sit down and like itemize the steps that you need to take to get there and then to materialize that. And now you've been doing it for four years and you guys are doing really well. He's like, what the hell have I done? <laughs> I, know. Well, had, I still wake up and build my, like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there had to be hundreds of those moments oh. if, if they're not still happening to be like, it's got to be really doing? fulfilling it's, though. I can only it's got to feel really nice. It's very crazy, you know, and I was at Dwayne Arnold and I remember when the news kind of broke that I was leaving and I gave him a lot of time because mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to replace 
you know, supervisors there. It takes it's a it's such a long process. You mean you, know? you didn't just walk out the door and let it go into meltdown <laughs> mode? <laughs> there was a few times I wanted to, uh, but people were. Some people were very supportive. Other people were like, "Are you serious? Why would you do that? Right. You know, how, you're not going to make that kind of money." And Your I knew that. And yeah, I knew going into this that it was going to be the same amount of work, if not more. Probably just the same amount of stress, but different, mm-hmm. and making way less money. And yeah, uh, yeah. but I think there's something to be said about your sanity and. You kind of only live once, and I think I'm kind of a middle-aged dude, and you don't realize that stuff when you're a little younger. You're just kind of in the motion. You're, you know, your goal is to make money, to you know, buy a nice house, yeah. get all these things that you want. And I think you start getting into your middle age, and you know, my kids are. I have a 24-year-old and an 18-year-old, and Jeez, you start seeing. I know, old, I know. I, I just aged myself. <laughs> hey, Darn it! What did I say last Darn time? It. No more geezers on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Hand me my cane. Yeah. Um, but you just start seeing people having health problems and you know your family and your parents and it's just like it kind of starts kind of setting home it's like you know what man i need to do what i want to do and mm-hmm. i don't want to kind of just go through the normal route of going with my everyday job and and, and, that, and there's nothing wrong with that obviously and there's many people that do that and there's nothing wrong with that it's just that's not what i wanted to do well so, and imagine all yeah. those people who thought you were crazy for leaving the power plant and i was and i i still am crazy for leaving you know what, um, though, I, my guess would be that a lot of those guys and gals that were giving you questions and you know what do you think and in the back of their mind they're like i wish i had the balls that's oh, exactly yeah, sure. the thing you're not crazy what you're doing you're yeah. not crazy at all you're brave yeah and that's, it's exactly. it's had- tough it was and i think the biggest deciding factor i mean when i first started pitching it to my wife she's like yeah whatever we're not doing that you know kind of thing but then mm-hmm. after you know you pitch it long enough you know six seven years yeah and then she is the one that finally that you know if you don't have your wife on board you're kind of probably yeah not gonna do it and she She's the one that said to do it. Well, and I think it's really cool, too, that you're mentioning your family throughout the story. And of the times that I've been into Clockhouse, it seems like all of you guys are really part of the system. I mean, I you know, your wife and your mm-hmm. son, Blake, are are just as much a part of the business Absolutely. as you are. You and I, I took think the words so, out of my mouth. I think it's <laughs> yeah, so we're cool all there, that it's, heart you know, soul. Uh, and my daughter is actually, uh, she's 18, but she is doing a lot of design work for us and she That's works. Right. So she, this like, I know nobody can see this on the podcast, but uh, viewers, some of the, the cans hold it up to the mic. There it yeah. is. Can you guys see? <laughs> no, that's exactly what I was going to say. And I'm not going to repeat it, but I, I just yeah. think that anything you can do with your wife, you know, and, and your kids, come anything on. You right. can do with your wife. Uh, but seriously, <laughs> I just think <laughs> I know that for me, um, a lot of the stuff I do with sound and even with the band, my wife's there and mm-hmm. she's helping me set up the system. You know, she's yeah. part of the whole thing. And your wife is very cool. Thank you. Bonnie's so likewise. Cool. And I just think that it's very rewarding. It you is. know, it's like I DJ weddings sometimes. And I, I honestly, I mean, I really love it. Everybody. <laughs> he hates it. Uh, it's, it's tough, but I, I also look at it and so I, high stress, <laughs> yeah. but I look at it and, and think I'm, I'm with my wife. Absolutely. So I'm spending a day with my wife, you know. So anyway, that's really cool, man. It's re- really rewarding to see you in your element at at the brewery. It is. And I think if you don't have each other's back and you're not on the same page, it's just not going to probably work a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. I, I think in that way, I, I, I know for the three of us, and it sounds like for you, Todd, especially also the four of us, I think, are very lucky in that way to have um, very supportive wives who are. Well, yeah, Mike, your wife, especially you guys are like power couple to the max 
building you, you a house. You guys still hold well, hands all the time. I didn't want yeah. to mention Mike because now we're all going to feel bad. No, 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 no. I was not trying to redirect I'm actually, to myself. I'm actually kidding. My uh, wife's the best. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> well, you know what? Bonnie is awesome. Chelsea's awesome. Sarah's uh, awesome. Uh, you know, and that's, and your, your wife has been, uh, sounds like extremely supportive uh, in the same exact way that I'm thinking the three of ours have been for, for sure. us. That's right. And, um, but yeah, no, I, we I wasn't. I wasn't trying to redirect towards myself. We didn't else. realize that today's well, episode was going to totally like <laughs> make our wives, you know, yeah, just be thankful for our wives, which I I do every every day. I wake up, yeah, you know. There you go. Shout out to the ladies. Yes, there you go. right. Yes, our ladies. Cheers, Brownie points. Cheers, everybody. Yeah. To the ladies. It, it never hurts, right? Well, to our ladies, not to the ladies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we like the ladies. <laughs> I yeah, know, Todd, I didn't know so, it was that kind of show. Yeah. So um, yeah, um, we're actually drinking clock. Fighter and Clock House. I was gonna say Clock House beer today, and some yeah. of it's freshly brewed. And um, it is actually speaking of Clock Fighter. Do you want to give him a recap on that whole story? Where do you? Well, can you dig you back? Know, I, can you no, dig I, back? I don't want to go too deep with that because I don't want to distract. But um, we are very blessed. Uh, Jeremy and I are in the Fresh Fighters, and we had had the opportunity to meet you and your family and party with you guys. That's right. Oh yeah. From the very beginning. And then it just worked out that we were able to make a beer together, you know. And yeah. Our our vision and your skills and and the thing that's really cool about it is it's still being brewed still today. Going. And yeah. uh, we people it was love a it. One-off. Yeah. Yeah. People love it and we're very thankful because we do shows and we can say, Hey, we've got this really cool beer and we have this Clock cool brewery Fighter. and Yeah. It's called Clock Fighter, by the way. Sorry. Delicious. I just drank one. And I'm feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> After his coffee. Yeah, I, I had the tiniest coffee. bit of involvement in the, I think it was the release of, of the beer when you it guys was. had the, the acoustic show at, mm-hmm. it, at, at your at Clock House, at the brewery. And uh, I, my only role was just to run sound for you guys. But that was one of, it was one of the one best of sound most, nights I've heard. Uh, there you go. <laughs> serious? Well, yeah. Well, it was very special sound. It was, yeah. it was just one of, it was one of my favorite gigs to play. It wasn't anything... That special sound wise, as far as like what the actual job entailed for myself, but it was just such a cool, yeah, venue to do much it much more of an intimate venue, yeah, than yep, play. yep. And just with the, with the way the acoustic thing was set up, Rich had his little plexiglass thing around the kit, yeah, <laughs> and uh, it was just it was really awesome. And I, I will always remember that night, it was so, a lot of fun. And you got pretty that. drunk that night, too, didn't you? That was a oh, chrome show, the chrome wasted. show, where that, yeah, dude, that was. <laughs> I, I'm embarrassed about that show just because I I normally try to try to keep my composure as as the uh, professional you know that I am unlike us. that I try to be <laughs> these beers stack but up, I think they? I think at one point on the, at that show I showed speaking of our how supportive our wives are I showed uh, Jeremy's wife uh, Chelsea where the mute button was for his microphone this is at the very end of the oh night oh my god we had all been partaking that was a mistake. And uh, I think you were trying to thanks, Todd. You were trying to say thanks <laughs> to the crowd. Or I was something. giving a heartfelt speech oh, to yeah. the crowd, and suddenly it and was. Ch- and I showed Chelsea, you know, where the button was, and she pushes it, and your mic shuts nice, off, and right away you're scrambling to like connect to look at the connection on the back of the mic and everything, and Jesus. we're all just dying laughing. And I'm like, this is the most unprofessional fucking thing I've ever done as a sound guy. Yeah. Sorry. About and all that. that to say that Clockfighter will kick your ass. That's right. It oh, sure it was. It was actually all beers at your place, man. I mean, you can get some loggers and stuff, but. Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, you got to pace yourself with this beer. It's really, really, really good, really rich, really flavorful, and honestly, my favorite brewery in town by far. Man, I appreciate you saying well, that. Well, yeah, I, yeah. everyone and, knows that. I had a guy come up to me today at the courthouse, yeah. and he's like, don't you hang around Clockhouse a lot? 
And I said, yeah, I, good friends with Todd. And so he goes, yeah, me too. He goes, uh, you're part of the beer thing, right? And I'm like, yeah. That's well. awesome, dude. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a huge You're huge more fan famous of, than I am. No. People know you more than well, they know me. Well, he said he knew you uh, from when you were younger and stuff. Through so. you knew. Through so, you. no, it was you that was the famous okay. one, my friend. Okay, okay. Fine. Excellent. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I think... It's as good a time as any to bring in our segment for the show. Um, before we do, I just want to remind everyone, uh, this podcast is produced by the LAS Podcast Network. And if you would like to support us and the network more, you could go check us out on the LASPodcastNetwork.com, where you can sign up for LAS Plus, and you can get tons of bonus content from us and other creators, and uh, just support the whole thing. So we're going to have a lot of extra goodies coming up on that. Um, so check it out, LASpodcastnetwork.com. Get yourself signed up for LAS+. Plus. There's a whole bunch more. And with that, let's go on to our segment, which is the Groove Life Song of the Week. The Groove Life Song of the Week. Heavy duty. I, that is... That is our new intro stinger for the Groove Life Podcast song that we brought to you from Shane. When I first heard it, I thought, "Oh man, they're using some Breaking Benjamin," but they weren't. It's it's a and it's I was worried. I'm like, "Yeah, no, this was a, a free riff. Come on, yeah, yeah <laughs> no, but it's it's very Breaking Benjamin esque, and in fact, it fooled me into thinking it was a Breaking Benjamin song. Actually, we hired the guys from Breaking. We hired Benjamin himself <laughs> and bre- and Breaking and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so this is the Groove Life Song of the Week, uh, the segment for our listeners uh, to catch up. We each choose a song that we've been grooving on this week, maybe not particularly this week, just a song that we've been grooving on lately, and we each listen to a segment, then we discuss, and uh, yeah, who'd like to go first? Do you want I guess, I, I don't know, maybe it's my turn. I, I think it is yeah. your turn, Mike. What do you um, got? So, you know, I usually go into this long soliloquy about why I chose the song this long week. Long what? Soliloquy. I don't know. I just thought I'd. I've never heard that word before. Big words. Anything over three syllables (laughs) is a little too much for us. I like it though. Monologue. That's three. Continue with soliloquy. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to do that this time. It's it's uh, a great song. It's called Chemical Ride by the band Three Years Hollow. Here we go. So yeah, um, I'll talk now. Um, soliloquy. Soliloquy time. Uh, no, so I got into these guys. This is actually an older song. I think it's like, I don't know, seven or eight years ago the song came out. Um, they're, they're a relatively local band. They're from the Quad Cities, uh, I believe. Um, they've opened for a couple nationals that came through. I think I saw them open for Seven Dust is where I first saw them. Um, they played, because, uh, you know, go figure, me at a Seven Dust show. Um, but, uh, I saw them then play at, I think, Tailgaters, um, at, you know, a headlining show and they were just really, really good live. And, um, years and years later, which would have been fast forwarding now to last, last August, I think I started going to these Instamix, uh, 
songwriting clinics. And there's this guy named Jose that's running them. Turns out he's the lead singer of Three Years Hollow. And they oh, were just yeah. taking this, they were just taking a break uh, band wise. And they were doing this, all this other stuff. Well, the reason I've been kind of listening to them now lately uh, more is because um, they've got a new single coming out December 10th, which is hopefully, when does our episode uh, come out? Right around, a little before then. Today's the, the 30th, so it'll probably be out, yeah. Yeah, so I'm really excited to hear it. I know nothing about it. Um, we've just gotten to know those guys a little bit last year through the whole that whole Instamix thing, which I think I've talked about before, but it's it's just a really cool experience. I know Gigi came to one of them with me. I think I met that guy, um, right? Yeah, Jose, yeah. He's the one yeah. that runs, he's a... Pro Tools wizard. He's unbelievable at just running all this stuff live in front it's of everybody. It's crazy to watch those guys work um, on, on a station like that. Yeah. It's just like, brrr, like tons of creative up tracks. And yeah, yeah, tons of creative energy, creative talent. Um, of course, he's working with all these other big names too. But um, you know, he's just a really great, great dude. Um, great with Pro Tools, and his band is Three Years Hollow. Check them out; they're awesome. I also know him. Do you? Well, because. Uh, Single out December 6th. No, yeah. this episode No, this episode out. is out December 6th. December 6th. Yes. Yes. All right, okay. so four days from today, people, assuming you're listening to this on the day of the release of the podcast episode. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm following you. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, and their four, new single four will be out. Four days from when? You guys can figure from it out. Oh, I got just you. I got Google you. it. Just, just like Google we have like a Spaceballs moment going on right now. No, anyway, like I got you. And I, uh, I actually, all but screaming, shared the stage with those guys once or twice at least. Nice. And... They were very, very cool. Um, their music reminds me of a couple bands. I love it. I love I love his voice. I think that uh, I remember him being an amazing front man, too. Yeah. Um, kind of reminding me of a Chino kind of. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Totally. But deftonesly. Deftonesly. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, I dig it. I'll have to check out that new single, everybody. For sure. Yeah. December 10th. And we'll put that on the Groove Life uh, playlist, everyone. Yes. Sweet. So, Jeej. It's my turn. You're up. This is a band called Muse. I've been listening to these guys for a very long time. I think I first heard this song when I was in, like... Eighth grade freshman year maybe is when I discovered these guys, and the music video for it is hilarious. But the they're like a mix of they write a ton of big eclectic riffs. This has a, a lot of Queen influence and like big harmonies and stuff. So we'll let it play. I'm starting this about halfway through because it's a, a very atmospheric song and there's a lot of different parts to it. But this is called Knights of Sidonia by Muse, and hopefully we make it to the big riff because there's a big payoff. So just sit tight, listen. <laughs> What the hell is that, Alex? <laughs> what is this? Oh. oh, shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is the payoff coming up here soon, Jeej, or what? Okay, I normally don't pass too strong of a judgment against anyone's pick, because everyone's allowed to pick whatever they want, but... Did you hear the production that value, though? Great. I mean, did you, like, the isolation on the kick drum is really... Yeah. <laughs> okay, here it comes. No one's gonna take me alive The time has come to make things right You Survive. No one's 
Baby. I feel like if Dave Grohl had had a, a membership in Queen when they wrote Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> yeah. that would have been this song. Yeah, like, like in, that because whole, of the guitar. Yeah, instead and that of whole, the operatic section, and the build, yeah. like here's where the headbanging right. section comes. And from. the buildup. <laughs> yeah, the build up, it kind of reminded yeah. me of like early, early uh, Iron Maiden. Like, oh, would it, for sure. You know yeah, definitely. Super fast, yeah. like seventh son of a seventh son kind of shit. Like way early. Yes, Iron Maiden. Yes. Well, and, and I'm older than you guys. Sorry. No, I know no, Iron not. Maiden. No, okay. you're not. That, that was the <laughs> <You're> oldies. Right. <laughs> Wait, are you older than me? Well, my kids are. Wait, what is it? What a, the f- everyone, Uh-oh. shut up! Everyone, shut up! Listen to me right oh, now. Jeez. Shut up! What the shit? Shut up! It's episode nine. Oh my! This is episode nine. Oh boy! Fuck! Do you know what this means? Todd doesn't know what this means. No. Sorry, I don't. we're bringing you into this, bud. Man, this is big in. news. It's episode a, nine. It's been a long time coming. Of the Groove Life podcast, we've been waiting on this since episode zero. Actually, negative Which one. Which literally? No, that's episode zero. Oh, okay. okay. It yeah, was yeah, the yeah. prototype episode that was never released. Maybe some of you lucky LAS Plus members will get to hear it someday. Uh. But in that episode zero that has never been released, <laughs> I made a promise. We talked about how our co-host. Mikey, has three names. Mikey J. Jimenez. Mikey Jimenez has never released to Mikey us Michael. his middle name. Yeah. And we call him Mikey J, but J is not your middle name. That's J for Jimenez. That's true. Or Jimenez, so if you we, pronounce it Spanglish. I honestly think I'm like so mad that I even brought this up to you. We were hanging out, Jeej, uh, a couple days ago, and we brought up your son, Milo, or your your son was there. We were talking about his name, and I just clicked. It just clicked that... that the two of us have last names that start with the same letter, J. Uh-huh. And we, Milo. They have a first name that and, starts with M. Right. Yes. And uh, it came out that his middle name was Avery. Correct. And I dropped a hint at that time. Whoa. You did. Oh, so you already knew. I Well, well you still doesn't know. I got a hint. You're acting pretty good. I have a raging clue as to yeah. what his middle name is. Oh, I want to hear it before. Avery? Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. He said, he said. But the then I told name, him at the time that yeah, I have the same initials as his son oh. Milo. So his his name is Mike A. Jimenez. That's true. And I asked him if it was facts. Allen or Albatross or asshole Alcatraz. Yeah. Or Closer. Some, Closer. <laughs> Asteroid. No. It's Anthony. We can, Anthony. We what can, a letdown. We can move on now, <laughs> dude. That's not a letdown, Michael Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I know, oh, but actually, it's Michael Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rad. But it, yeah, it's not. I mean. It's still to me, it's, it's that's not a this huge like, thing. It's not Al- Albatross would have been cool. Can I start or, calling you Tony Joe? From what now about on? Asteroid? I thought that was pretty good too. Asteroid would have been good. Big Groove Tony. would be good. Mike well, Groove. Mike. The only thing Groove. is, this Groove starts with a G. Well, yeah. But Do you then, spell it with an A? I mean, you could if you wanted to be like a Groove. <laughs> a Groove. If you're Italian or something. Michael a Groove. But so there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Michael Anthony Jimenez. You had to wait a whole. I'd like nine. to really apologize to anybody who actually is only listening to this podcast to get to this point. You could have really owned that moment, but, you know? I feel like you kind of scared away from it. I think uh, you should have been, it's fucking Anthony. Yeah. I don't know you guys know. We didn't have a stinger cued for that yeah. level of epicness. Well, we though. did so, have a nice siren. 
Yeah. Thanks to our producer. Yours starts Alex with Schulte. an A too, right? Yes. Shane? I'm pointing at Shane. No one can see that. But Mine's Alan. I'm not going to do a whole nother Where you don't want to. No. Uh, Todd, what's your middle name? Are you willing to tell us? Oh, boy. Uh, people get so Wait weird about middle names. Wait for episode 20. I don't. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, my wife thinks that's not a good name. No? Really? <laughs> it's Raymond. Raymond. Yeah. Everybody it's likes Raymond. It's a family <laughs> name. <laughs> Raymond. I'm in third generation, man. Raymond, Raymond with a D. Raymond. Okay. Yeah, or, yes. Todd Raymond Vile. There you go. You See, got now it. all I need Man, is your social security number. Stop screaming at me, number. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> all we need now is your social security number, and we can steal your identity. It's a yeah. five niner. <laughs> oh, oh. Did I hear a niner yeah. in there? Well, while we're on the top. Is that a walkie-talkie? Do you guys, do you guys <laughs> know my middle name? So uh, I think yours. No, I do I, know your middle name. What? How do you know it? I don't. I Avery. No, that's my son's <laughs> middle name. Milo. Here. Well, I figured it was. Wait, like, I, I figured it was passed down. Jeremy Chelsea Jacobs. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful, my, man. I'm I'm named after uh, my grandfather. Very um, cool. Well, my middle Earl. name is so it's no it's Stan. Jeremy Richard. Richard. Jacobs. Nice. Yeah. You know we talked about this. Richard. It works. You know what I always say though. This name, this middle name is perfect for if I ever go into the adult film industry. Yes. And I could just say, Dick is my middle name. It, it's perfect. Yeah, but the yeah. thing is, I Alex mean, is laughing in the booth. So, that was Well, singer. my dad's name is Richard. My son's middle name is Richard. So it's very common in my family. I'll ah. give you one. It's not that I'm not proud of my middle name. I'm, I, have, I think it's just fine. But I don't have any, like, uh, love for it either. It's just, that's just there. It's on my driver's license, and I very rarely, very rarely comes out. But the one cool thing about it was growing up, uh, you you know, everyone had their, their porno name, right? <laughs> yeah. So that was just like, and it was, usually it's like your, your middle name and then the street that you grew up on. I'm giving out all this information now. Somebody could like I've seen that my meme. Identity. All I need is a social security number. Right. He's going to spill but it. I thought I had a really cool porn name. Being Anthony, you know, you shorten it to Tony. And I grew up on Woodview Drive, so I was Tony Woodview. Oh man! And that's an amazing porn name. I'm writing that oh, down this instant, and I swear <laughs> to you, man, or band name, Tony Woodview. Yeah. Yeah. I that will be how you will be introduced. You know, you know what? You know why it's really funny? What's that? Because Wood is like a Woody. You know, ah. I thought the same. That's why I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting way off track, boys. We are. Uh, should we, should we, we get, get beers and take okay. a little break? Or oh, yeah. go ahead, well, Mike. Sorry. Jesus song. I think we got rudely interrupted by somebody's oh, uh, I don't air mind. raid siren. Yeah, well, and, and had... it was preceded by Baby Shark, so I guess that one's <laughs> yeah, you got, out the window. You got trolled hard on this. The troll on sandwich. This yeah, who gives a shit? It was a muse song. I, I wanted to say one thing about the vocal harmonies that were obviously very sort of Queen-esque. And I don't know the answer to this, and I feel like a, a hack musician for not knowing this. But there's something, there's some unique trait about the the chord or whatever you would call it, the the, the mix of notes that makes it sound queen like. And I don't know what that is. I I'm, think it's the tender falsetto. I think it's okay. the guy like way up high up there. It's yeah. also the flanger because, phaser. That well, right, because through. Shane, you you had a ghost song a couple episodes ago yeah. that had the same. There was like a queen esque moment there it is very phaserish or whatever that yeah. is flange kind of the ghost of freddie mercury haunts those tracks that's yes. right yeah awesome i dug it let's take a break guys we're gonna listen to some ads real quick and then we're gonna get back with uh shane and todd's picks for the groove life song of the week and then we'll chat for a little while longer so listen to these commercials Word. oh my god my middle name is right behind that shrub i'll finally know what j stands for from this moment forth I will be known as Homer J. Simpson. 
It's so beautiful. What a magical gift for my mother to leave me. I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. Hey, we've got a new podcast. And it's called What Do You Want to Talk About? We talk about everything from almond milk lattes to xenophobia. New episodes every Monday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What Do You Want to Talk About is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, you can visit laspodcastnetwork.com. Calm. Hey, Lindsay, did I tell you the story about Skarpe the Njalsson when he was in Iceland and he was dying because he was under this log on fire and he pulls out this molar and he whips it into Thurl Thurlson's eye? No, I don't understand most of what you just said. Oh. Oh, Jason, did I tell you that Billy Eilish got bangs? What's a Billy Eilash? L-A-S. Hey, I'm Jake Trumper. And I'm Alex Schulte. And together, we're historically historically inaccurate. And you can learn history with us because I'm kind of an expert. I'm not sure if expert's the word I would use. No, I'm ready to teach people history because, like, uh, ask me to name every president. But I know you can't. No, just ask me. I don't want to hear you do that again. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson. So we're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. Jake, are you still going? Jake, just fast fast forward to the end. We are literally running out of time. Did you literally forget the president who is right now, Joe Biden? Joe Biden! Ah, I did it. Ah, I was in in my groove. Come and learn with us, everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm kind of doing most of the You couldn't even remember Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. (laughs) L-A-S. Play it, CC. Friends, it's that time of year. Holiday shopping season is upon us, and this is your friend Jeej speaking with a friendly PSA reminder to please, for the love of God, when you are out there driving with all the maniacs, please use your turn signal. I cannot explain to you guys how much it makes my blood boil when I'm driving in one of the 50 brand new roundabouts in Marion, Iowa. And these people don't understand how a turn signal works. I was going to bring up roundabouts. I didn't know if this was a... <sighs> Dude, okay, so I'm, I'm from New York State originally. I learned to drive out there. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, so it's not New York City. But, I mean, there's... Driving out there is like you're... The point of driving is not to enjoy the drive. It's to get to wherever the hell you're going. I would argue that's the point of driving anywhere. I would, too. But I feel, like with you I, f- I feel like there's a lot of people out there <laughs> yeah. that just don't give a shit I've about getting somewhere on be. time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and with the roundabouts especially, holy shit. Yes. And we live out kind of in the country now, right? Yep. So uh, just north of County Home Road, they just put in two new roundabouts They're invading out there. your space now. Yep. And yep. I, don't, I don't mind roundabouts. They're fine. But you're right. You do need to use your signal. I know how to use a roundabout. Yeah. I'm not worried about me knowing how to use a roundabout. I'm worried about everyone Man, else. Man, please educate me. I did not know that you Don't use you a blinker in a roundabout. Yeah, I you did not know. You treat yeah. it just like assumed. a regular... Why would assumed. you need to, though? You only can go one way. You're just going around. Look, Big no, Ben, the parliament. Need, other ben, drivers need parliament. to know which way you're going to be going so they can merge on more efficiently uh, to the... Let me let me set a scenario. You signal just the same way that you would as if it was a regular intersection. So you, you got to say when you're going out. When you're going... No, no, no. If you're coming into a roundabout and you're going all the way around and you're taking that left, you got a signal. Oh. But that's your left lane, though, right? There's well, two lanes. Not always. Sometimes, no. yeah. And and if there's people that are coming this way, 
they don't have to yield for you if you're just going to go straight through. So if you go into the roundabout to go straight, and then someone's coming opposite you straight, if you guys are parallel, right? Okay, okay. Coming head on. If you're just going straight and go whoop, like that, and then they're coming towards you, uh-huh. they don't have to yield. But if they don't know, you're going to swing that Louie, and you're going to ah. curve around in front of them. So many times this happened. Look, I'm a pretty chill guy, all right? I like to think that I'm pretty laid back, but when I'm driving and someone ah. doesn't use their turn. I'm that guy, dude. I'm I, sorry. I didn't know. I it's okay. I this didn't know. I just I assumed everybody going. knew. Just like when I'm coming around, uh, wait your turn. When, when you come around? <laughs> when I come around. You know, around. honestly, I'm, I don't have any rage. I just don't. No, I mean, I only not in general, but driving. no, when I'm driving. I, I'm probably that guy. In front of you, that's gonna fuck the old you farmer up. guy. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm just like, <laughs> look at the foliage. Yeah, <laughs> look at well, that. Honestly, the, the rose. Foliage. I mean, my own foliage. foliage. Well, honestly, Balls my wife. Foil out of my there. wife likes to take scenic routes. Like she'll have a skip town altogether because she mm-hmm. likes the scenic route. So I, I don't think that's such. See, a, I'm not worried about that. It's okay to go for a scenic. You're worried drive. about the roundabout. Yeah, I get it now. But and yeah, it's I mean, not because of me. It's because everyone else. And I just like. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to go because I have places to. And left. And left. Okay, so there's a cup. I do get. I, I, I'm kind of like you, Gigi. I think I, I'm. I don't really get pissed off about a whole lot of things, but I'm pretty chill in most cases. But road etiquette, uh, etiquette, yeah, bad drivers boils my blood. Yeah, and like I get really, especially because I'm almost always in a hurry. Like yeah. I'm, I'm that guy. I feel like like Winston Wolf from Pulp Fiction, who's like comes. He's like it's a 30 minute drive. I'll be there in 10 minutes. I'm yeah. kind of that guy who comes just like I, I'm. Try to be on time everywhere I go. Driving like a '78 station wagon. Too. Yeah, That's right. Exactly. The added bonus with the key fob. With yeah. The, yeah, with the, Shane's very impressed at the power locks that I have in my '78. Uh, '88. This this okay. one is a '88 Caprice wagon. I love That's that. That's when I got married. <laughs> Are you telling me that that was a new car when I got married? Man, yeah. I'm fucking old. Yeah, that car is as old as your marriage, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to go on that tangent. Yeah, we're in the middle man, of this. I, I appreciate yeah. the education. Well, I didn't yes. mean to. I wasn't trying to come down on you, but, you know. It, it felt like it. Get, with get, your eyes. Well, yeah, he was looking at you the whole time. The whole time. Have, like, have a conversation like, with yourself and figure yes, it out, bud. <laughs> I'm going to have to figure this out. No, it's it's all good. Um, I believe we're in the midst of our segment, Groove Life Song of the Week. And we I are. think it is my good friend Shane Lunsford's turn. What do you got for It me? is. It is. And uh, honestly, when it came to this week, I had three different directions I could have gone. And I just decided I'm going to play a song by my son. And his name is Jordan Lunsford. He goes by Pseudo. And this is his latest single on Spotify, and it's just been blowing up. He, had a, he did a collab. I mean, he wrote the song, but he had a, another guy come in and do a remix of it. And then it just went viral, and it's been awesome listening to it. And here's Pseudo with Demons in the Attic. Yeah. 
Actually, that was the uh, original version, which is totally fine. Um, so it's not the remix. But you can go on Spotify and hear uh, right at that point, the guy adds a whole bridge to it. And it's it's pretty sick. It's pretty insane. But um, anyway, uh, Sudo, my son Jordan, he does. Uh, he just got done playing the Viper Room last two weeks ago to a sold-out house. Wow. And we're flying there in February to see him play at the Whiskey. So he's playing these places that I've dreamt of playing my whole life. That's awesome. And uh, so I'm pretty proud of him. So cool. I'll put the version on the Groove Life Song of the Week playlist. Cool. Spotify and, uh, playlist. What did I say? I don't think you said it. Well, yeah, it is a Spotify playlist. Right. You're right. You're right. We just want to give the people a chance to No, totally. So if you go to our Instagram page, up in the top there's a little link tree link, and you click on that, and it lets you choose... To, to go to the Spotify link or to go to our Facebook or whatever, and also to go to LES podcast um, website also. So anyway, that's my song, and uh, I am very proud of my son. You so should be. It was an awesome song. Yeah. yeah he's awesome. Yeah, that's one thing I'll say is, like, your family is so uh, talented. There's they like, really Your are. kids have really, like, spiraled and done their own thing and like i think it's a lot of uh they were inspired by you i think which is very cool so you should be proud you know honest i appreciate that and honestly yeah it it starts before me i mean my dad played hollywood when i was a kid so i mean it was kind of it's been in the family a long time it it just blows my mind like to see all that talent and your kids are like all over the u.s and and doing their thing and like into really cool things it's awesome yeah. It's Thank you, awesome. man. Yeah. I mean, that's the dream, though, right? When you It is. Kids. I mean, I'm just at the very beginning of that because your son, yeah. I mean, well, both of your kids are, are doing awesome stuff. And with you, which is which is really cool, I think. I yeah. Mean, Blake no, is, is a part of the Clockhouse team, and, and your daughter's doing designs for the can labels and everything. And, and he just graduated, right? Uh, it's been a year already. Well, I, I had to kind of. Just, that's what I meant. Last just year. A, a well, year ago. It, was, it was a year ago. And he, he was all gung-ho to go live his life and and you know do his design whatever he was going to do marketing and i kind of tried to keep him here i'm like well you know he, he did try to he reached out he he actually interviewed a few times for some other things and it didn't pan out per se and i'm like well if you're willing to stay you know we can this you know we can kind of work this job out with you or what have you and he's like you know what I'll stay a year and, and help you out. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I don't have them forever, but I've got them for a short period of time. You know what, yeah. though? <laughs> I will tell you this. Not always, but a lot of them come back. Yeah, for Let sure. Let them go for a while. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Jordan's going to come back. He's kind of stuck in Hollywood. <laughs> but my daughter just moved back from, okay, from Mexico, yep. and then my son just moved back from Seattle and bought a house in Des Moines. So Very cool. You never know, man. You yeah, just kind of hang on to it. Yeah. It's full circle, bro. It, it is. is. You hate to see him go, but in you know, it just gives you that excuse to go and visit them. Go so, somewhere else. So it's your turn to do oh. your song. I do want to okay. say that uh, yeah. Todd, we can talk about this later, but he sure. was a musician. He still is. You're always a musician, but for a lot of years. And so I know you have a lot of taste in music. And uh, so we asked Todd to bring a song. Yeah. I 
I could have went well, like way back in my archives and like picked something from like Fate's Warning, Dream Theater, some Queensryche, some crazy Rich stuff. Rich would have loved that. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I know Rich from high school. Yeah. He's <laughs> right there, dude. I know. He was and, that nerd that was drumming on his notebook with the yes. pencils. Yes. To Fate's Warning. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I didn't. I You kind of said, what's in like your, your archives right now? What do you listen yeah, to? sure. And my wife is like, listen to Blue October. She's... She watched like a documentary uh, on like Prime, and she was like, "Oh, I watched this really cool thing. This guy's so you know, kind of amazing. He's going through depression. He has all these kind of personalities, like bipolar. You ever heard this band Blue October?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've got the CD in the garage. It's like so ten years ago, <laughs> and so nice. she's been playing it at least all 10 the years time. Ago. At least, yeah, I don't even know. And so, um." So there you go. I've been listening to a lot of Blue October just because she is listening to it in the kitchen all the time. Like, gosh, that is pretty wild stuff. So, which song is this? Um, Ben Ben Down is the one I chose from on the Bend album. Down. Ben Ben B Ben B E E N. Ben Down. Let's hear it, Alex. It's pretty dark. I'm sorry. They had a, a song that was real popular on the radio. This would have been 10 years ago-ish. And I always loved the sound of that guy's voice. And I want to say... I want to say he reminded me of the guy from R.E.M. a little bit. But I oh, don't know no if kidding. That's it. Maybe... I'm thinking of somebody. He reminds me of oh. a little bit of someone. Okay. But he's got a very unique voice. And he it does. suits that style of music really well. I agree. It's a very unique voice. I yeah, dig it. it. Is. I don't know that I've heard a lot of Blue October. Oh, I've no not heard of them because ah. they were totally a full-on early 2000s, kind of late 90s. Absolutely, yeah. But that, that sounds really good, man. It's a good song. It has yeah. a nice It's a pretty good it. album overall. Yeah. So. What, what Do you remember what year that album came out? I do not. I should have looked. It had to have been early 2000s. It's which, a CD, so um, yeah, <laughs> not an eight. Track, it's an okay. album. No. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. So you guys have been spinning that at home, just on the Google machine. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, dude, that happens when you watch some of these series and stuff. Like I, was, I know I didn't do it this last time, but there's a song I started listening to just from a series. You all yeah. of a sudden hear it, and the emotion is already built in you from watching the series. I know it. And you got that emotion already flowing, and that song comes on, and you're just like, holy shit, who is that? Everyone's holding their phone up to the speaker. <laughs> yeah. My, my wife, I, I swear, every time we watch any show, 
somewhere in the show, usually at the end credits, she's like, who is that? You know? <laughs> I agree. Siri, tell me the name of this yeah. artist. Yes. I do it too. Dude, it totally I happened know. to me because like I was just telling you guys before we started recording that Beatles documentary just came out on Disney and I've been, it's like a eight hour documentary about the Beatles. Did you finish it? Oh, God. I was going to say, if anybody finished it immediately, immediately, if it has been more than yes. eight hours, that since sounds like it came binge watching. Out, he has finished it. I want. I actually had to scroll back through my Spotify like playlist to find a song for today because all I've been listening to is Beatles, and I chose the Beatles track for last right. week. Nice. So I was like, I can't do this two weeks in a row. But yeah. I'm like, just completely. I fall into this obsession every eighteen months or so, where I just take a deep dive in the Beatles. And but it's true. I mean, like, it, it, some kind of event or something like that will sort of spark this like. You know, listening streak where you just start grooving on a certain artist or something, and uh, you know, kind of goes from there. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's very true. I mean, honestly, I've been listening to the Daniel Johns documentary, and then it's been on uh, Spotify. He's from Silverchair. Yeah, for sure. And uh, they did a whole little like mini five uh, five episode interview type doc thing, and then he went and did five episodes of him just hanging out with different people. You know, so like he has one with uh, Tom DeLong for like an hour, just the two of them hanging out. They have uh, one with uh, Billy Corgan, and just it's it's awesome. But those uh, you get into a documentary, and if it's a band that you used to be into, it just inspires the fuck out of you. Yep. I love uh, it. So going back in time, they were very young, right? Were they like fifteen when, when they, they started? Got they were Silver fourteen, guys. fifteen. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. what I remember, and this is going way back, is they were touring and they were like parents or moms were going with them yep. on tour is that right at first yeah ah, the so thing cool. is is anybody who remembers them from that and that's where they that's all they remember them yeah yeah well they're missing out because they got better <laughs> well you get pigeonholed as, <laughs> i know you know like hansen you know hansen's still putting out amazing music actually but they're never going to get that credit the only thing that helped Silverchair is they're from australia so the whole country of australia adores them you know yeah for so. sure that's cool. So, dude, you used to play music. Yeah. Is this true? I still do. Okay, I know. But, I mean, like, you used to play in bands around town and stuff. Uh, yeah, I have. I, the old Chrome Horse, I've played on stage there a few times. What's the longest your hair has ever been? Uh, halfway down my back. Nice. I did the kind of... Um, I did the mullet thing, dude. That's kind of the of course. The Mullets are back place. in style, man. I know. And, you know, I took them pictures away because I was embarrassed, and now I'm... Putting them back those. out, yeah. Put them back on the out. Mantle. On okay, the mantle. question is, that's right. Did you perm the back? <laughs> um, I have, but not power mode. later. No, but right. early on, I early on I, I that was the, the back. Yeah. That's how you did it. Yep. Yeah, that's the way it worked. Full on achy, breaky heart stuff. Well, I hated right. it at first because it was kind of tight, but then too tight. It kind of got loose, loose. and spirally. It like two weeks, three weeks later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put some gel in there. Right. I always thought you were born with the dreadlocks. Oh. That's how I've pictured it. That yeah. came later. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is, as much as we're being serious right there, my daughter, <laughs> I think my daughter, was born with dreadlocks. No, she basically never saw me without them. I mean, she saw me without them, but doesn't remember. You know, yeah. how long have you had dad. dreads? Uh, 19 years. Wow. That's crazy. So I guess when she was five, I started growing them. So she might remember a little bit, but That's not a lot. Wild. Yeah. That's I think I've seen it. one photo of you and Bonnie together, and you did not have the dreads, and I lost my shit. Was that the Fabio one where yeah. I'm in, like, the flannel? Yeah, dude. <laughs> you looked 80s-tacular, and it was amazing. You're like, is that Sebastian Bach? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. We need to post that photo so on cool. our... Uh, Just no, be happy it's, it's still growing, man. That's amazing. Well, I don't know how much it's growing, but... 
Yeah. I, uh, I've, I've talked to my kids about maybe cutting, not them off, but like cutting them a little bit shorter so that when I play my bass, I can actually wear them down and they're not. Do you have a measurement? Do you know how long they are right yeah, now? Yeah, they're up? past. It, they're is, down to your waist, your right? Knee, Let's do it, dude. Or is it unleash? Is it your knee pits? Is that the word? Knee pits. What is this called? I see. Right here? I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. They're past my knees. And you're pretty tall. You're pretty tall. Oh wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The That's longest amazing. ones are past my knees. I didn't Dang. realize. Well, my goal was always far. to get them to my feet, like uh, Marley. Um, Bob Marley. A, not Bob. Jake, Jacob. No, it's, there's so many Marleys. But oh. anyway, um, he has them down to his feet. So I was just like, it's cool. Someday. But um, it gets in the way, dude. When all of a sudden you're yeah. on the toilet and you're like, oh, shit. It's in the toilet. Literally shit. Yeah. No, I get it. Well, Todd, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for um, having me. We've been wanting to have you on for a very long time. Uh, is there anything quick you can tell us upcoming with Clockhouse? Do you guys have any special releases coming up or anything uh, going on at the brewery? Well, yeah, there's always always things going on. Um, December, which is... Tomorrow, right? I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll have right ahead of Christmas. We'll have a couple barrel age releases, some bottle releases. So sweet. I don't know if I should say this, but we did a frayed knot last year, yep. which we got some rye uh, bourbon barrels from Cedar Ridge, which were the X barrels from Reserve Number Nine Slipknot. Um, oh, nice. oh, nice. I can't really say that. So edit that part out. This is being broadcast to millions, Todd. Oh, shoot. <laughs> and, uh, oh, man, I'm in trouble. Hey, send that email out it to the available. 50 people no, we know. <laughs> yeah. And so we released it, and the band kind of caught wind and essentially said, hey, they shouldn't do that again. Well, we got our hands on some more of them barrels. Nice. So we're kind of going Exclusive through. Exclusive shit happening right here I on know. the Groove Life podcast. I'm in trouble. Man, I'm glad I didn't pick a and so we're, song by that band. We're kind of <laughs> going through some stuff right now with um, – Deciding if we have to rebrand and all that kind of stuff sure. with with it, you know. Obviously, it's trademarked. We don't want to infringe on anything with them guys. Um, so we're gonna see where that goes. So you we're trying it to frayed knot number nine, right? Is what you called it. We, we just <laughs> called it frayed knot. That was it. We didn't post. And they anything. still caught on to it, huh? That's interesting. I don't know how that happened, and uh, so. I don't know. It's awesome. kind of a we're, cool story, though. Come on. It is cool. Oh, yeah. It's very That's cool awesome. that we got somebody's attention there with them guys. Yeah. Um, but we're going to – we're we'll see. Live we're on the to... edge, brother. Live on the edge. Ah, I know. Live the I know. dream. I know. All right. Todd gonna, Vile gonna... from Clockhouse. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank Shane, you. Shane, you have a few words of encouragement to leave us before we uh, take off? Well, yeah. Time? I actually uh, – this kind of came to my mind when you were sharing your dreams. Yes. Early on. Okay. Um. This is a quote by Joe Rogan, which isn't like a big quote guy. I'm out. Unplug my <laughs> mic. <laughs> Did you so ever see that one chimp that was taking DMT? Jesse, pull that up. It's uncanny. Don't, don't don't step into my sorry dreams. Please go. I love Joe Rogan. Anyway, so instead of investing your time in a passion, this is the, by the way, the pod thought of the day. Ah, all right? Okay. So instead of investing your time in a passion... You've sold your life to work for an uncaring machine that doesn't understand you. That's the problem with our society. What's the reward? Go home and get a big TV. So in other words, don't sell out on the machine, guys. Do something like Todd did and go for your passion. You know, it's never too late to just dream and do new things. I think that uh, there's so much out there for us, you know, even though we're middle-aged guys. That means we're only midway through. That's so right. We got there's time. so much more we can do with our lives. And so thank you, everybody, for being with us today again on the on the Groove Life podcast. We have so much fun stuff in the future. We'll talk to you next time.
The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.